Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. It's 6.56. I have reclaimed some time for myself, as everybody in Congress likes saying. I reclaim my time. I'm reclaiming my time. So I've reclaimed three minutes before start time because I got a lot to get through. And leave it to me to waste those three minutes and I'll be left with what I had either way. So welcome to the show. It is Tuesday night, I think. It's Tuesday night, the 28th of July. Our next guest is a published author, citizen journalist, United States Navy vet and a linguist. We have so much, so much to talk about with our next guest, Tori Says. So... Tori? Hey. Hey, what's going on there? Me echoing? I can hear you, but you sound distant right now. Yeah, okay, now it's better. You sound... I hear... Can you hear... Oh, wait, you're starting to come back. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, 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 you're coming in nice now. We're live. I can hear you, too. Okay, great. So then we're, we're doing this, then. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, welcome to the show. This is so good to have you on, finally, in an official capacity. Um, hey, so I don't know if we're going to be echoing. I don't know if we're going to be echoing. Maybe someone can tell us. Well, you're breaking up a little bit. You weren't uh, like you weren't breaking up like this before. You are a little choppy, but I don't hear an echo. So, Frank, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell my people streaming on Twitch and Periscope jump on your Okay, okay. So, you know what? You I'll I'll call you back in in uh, in 2 minutes and you do what you got to do. Oh, I got it. Oh, you got I'm it? Done. done. Okay, so, cool. Okay, so it's just me now. All right. Well, let's see. We'll see if the uh, if the call gets better. Either way, so Tori, this is your first time on the show. I can't wait. Uh, I've 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 been following your work for a while, but uh, we haven't spoken in or met each other until recently. Everybody's been saying you got to get her on. You got to get her on. And here you are, and you report on some of the most provocative topics. I got to ask you this first. You you re- report on some of the most provocative topics of our time with a level of confidence. And a whimsy that only an insider would have. Like, you know something everybody else doesn't. I, 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 how do you do it? Because, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more so consumed by anger when I read all the stuff that we all read. Well, you shouldn't be. Well, okay. First of all, I drink and I know things, but I don't drink. Okay. So I guess I'll say I, I smoke and I know things. Uh, there, th- It is actually quite comical when you're sitting from my perspective, only because you already know um, how it's going to pan out, uh, what is being discussed, how discussed. So that's, that's um, one thing that, you know comes across. That's why I have this confidence because I already know what's happening. Uh, And I like to convey that information to my listeners and just to everyone. But I also like to gaslight. So, you know, the stuff that I have on people, love to put it out there because when you make them sweat, right, when you make them sweat, they trip. That's where they mess up. So now I, I know that you were you were a Navy vet. Is that is where where do where does all of your roots in knowing things and being around for things and 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 being able to gather things on people come from? Were you intelligence? I mean, I, or are you just very resourceful? You know how to network very well. How do you, how do you how do you get in such a position to have this kind of uh, this this kind of knowledge? So okay. Uh, so before I joined the Navy, right, because they recruited me, man, I walked into an embassy and I went to renew a passport and they were like, hey, all gassing my head up with, uh, <laughs> hey. So when I got in the Navy, um, before the year was out where I was training and everything, I was a little kid. I was a teenager. Um, you know, they came to me and said, you're going to leave uh, uniform duty. And there were two uh, different divisions that came to me and that was it. Never since then I have been working, how do I say it? As a contractor for the intelligence community. Okay. So you, you, you know, you know your way around the, uh, the block, especially when it comes to digital medium and, and the internet then. Well, come on. So do you. I grew up when, you know, uh, TurboGrafx-16 came out. Uh, Nintendo was out. We grew with technology. I, I think gen, <laughs> the generations that were born between 1976 and 1986 is the most dangerous one. They went from having absolutely zero tech to everything. So um, yeah, it's, it really is one of those transitory kind of uh, kind of a generations where we have we have a, a foot in the old world, a foot in the new world. We know how to command both, and we have have a balance that was given to us by you know world war ii generation grandparents and 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 then all of a sudden we're i i think we're 
we're, we're counted out a little bit more uh, than than we should because we're we're almost like Blade, Vampire Hunter. We're, we have we have we have attributes from two worlds that need to be melded right now. We we can't give up the traditional and the old school way of thinking. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, uh, kids uh, these days, if the Internet's out, they're done. And it's like, loser, you don't know how to entertain yourself with no Internet, no power. Right. So that generation is one of the most dangerous. Now, for me, I was recruited very, very young into some government programs uh, for nerds. So I was... um, you know, obviously, in retrospect, I see it now. Uh, you know, while you're going through, you're just like, oh, I'm just really smart. And all these people are paying attention to me. And they're making me play with a lot of fun stuff. And I'm learning things. Uh, it wasn't until, um, I would say, um, 2008 that I kind of woke up uh, in, a, in retrospect to realize, you know, how things you know, pan out. Cause when you're in it, right. It's kind of like, have you ever walked into somebody's house, uh, you know, that, that smells like spices and you're just like, Oh, it's so offensive, but they're like used to it. Cause it's like right there in their place. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was in that kind of space of, Oh, it's so offensive, but I couldn't smell it cause I hadn't walked away from it long enough. So that's basically, uh, you know how it is. So wait a minute. You were talking earlier about the whole um, <laughs> uh, waddling penguin and his... Um, I wanted to ask you about... Well, that was going to be the first thing there, especially Nadler. Um, oh, because as, as, aside from... Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming. <laughs> 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 Everybody's going to reclaim their time tonight. Um, it, uh, so listen, whenever I ask you a question and, and you start answering, I'm just going to reclaim my time and, and you just have to be quiet, Okay. Man, they should have just put a cutout of bar there or something from Madame Tussauds sitting in the chair because there was no point in him being there. It's like he wasn't allowed to answer and he was supposed to be there even though they got bitch slapped a few times throughout the whole thing. Oh, well, that, that's the reason why they keep reclaiming their time there, too. If anybody actually speaks or answers, I mean, they're, they, they act like everything that they're asking is actually rhetorical, but there's a very, very uh, easy explanation for it all. Like, I, I could have answered that Roger Stone thing three more times after the first time, after the first time that William Barr said it. I mean, Barr told everybody there, but they said, well, you're trying to do a, uh, a favor for the, uh, a president with his friend Stone. And he said, no, I thought that Stone should have served time. I'm talking about this egregious, this egregious uh, uh, um, uh, uh, sentence that you slapped on them. It was almost like daring somebody, come on in, and you have to either reduce this or you have to throw the whole thing out just so that they have something to complain about. He wasn't even talking about whether or not Roger Stone should have done time for what he did. He's just talking about proportionate response. But this is the kind of landmines that they put in front of people. The, the entire way. That's what it was. You know, the the person, the, the prosecutors that recommended nine years for Roger Stone, they knew that in a hearing sometime months later, they would be able to use this against the uh, the Trump administration and William Barr when they stepped in to do the right thing and, and let him off the hook. It, it's just, a, it's, they're, they're devious like this. Well, I don't know. I, I, in a way, while I was watching it, so this, so I was working on something. So I streamed the whole thing because this is day ninety-eight till elections, day a hundred to D-Day. So I was streaming it because when you stream things, people are more interactive and they watch it. Because if you were going to watch this, it would have been just you would have been throwing your shoes at the TV or anything. Like what? You know, it was it was pretty insane. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> like, what is, it's, it's like you were watching it, and I could see the comments, and I couldn't even focus on my investigative this was the first time that i watched everything and they looked insane they were foaming at the mouth and i felt like going in there and just raining ritalin pills because all of them had add they were all over the place on topics Mm. it's like you know and then they had sob stories too you know who was that was it carrera whoa what was that chick's name that totally got bitch slapped she said i'm a survivor of breast cancer and gave her a little tiny violin and then he was like well since my two kids are cancer survivors i reclaim my time i was just like oh my god i, I didn't even get what that far watch this i didn't even get that after sheila jackson lee i had to i had to reclaim my time and reclaim my day I couldn't do it anymore because I knew it was it was just that that uh, it was a wrap up smear like Nancy Pelosi says they needed to get all of their 
all of their causes in in the same uh, hearing because it needs to double as some kind of a campaign event since they have nothing going on uh, on the campaign trail in an election year. And that's all this is about. But as far as Nadler goes, because the hearing is it's whatever the hell it is. If you if you think of anything you think was really significant, you can bring it up. But what about this Nadler meeting before? What is this that he was trying to use HIPAA to have some kind of a secret meeting before the, uh, the 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 hearing, what what was this Nadler meeting all about in this car accident? Okay, in the great words of Sheila Jackson, uh, I uh, you're axing me p- specifically. Specifically. Uh, specifically. So basically, in the morning, so he was in New York, right, and he was eating. And um, we knew that he was traveling uh, to come, you know, for this meeting. And um, supposedly there was an accident. Now, under the guise of that accident is where he got notes on how to guide the thing. So he had his opening statement handed to him. uh, So it's not electronic. Well, at the doctor's office? Um. I'm not going to say because then that would reveal source. But I'm just saying that uh, he, you know, it's like we have eyes everywhere. And that's the thing. It's, it's it, you know, the surveillance goes two ways. Okay? Yeah. Let's just go it. I'm not saying that I'm surveilling them. I'd never say that. If anyone says anything, I'll be like, Ch-ch-ch. I'm a time traveler. I already know. So <laughs> I want to talk about time travel later, but you know, it's almost like the Sopranos. When I thought about that with the whole HIPAA thing, everybody said, "Did he go to a? Did he do go to a doctor's appointment just to be able to have a meeting uh, without the prying eyes of any kind of electronic surveillance or whatever?" And it's almost like the Sopranos, where members, of, you know, Uncle Junior is going to meet and do family business at the doctor's office because there's that under the auspices of doctor-patient privilege. Is that what this was all about? Some people are thinking. This happens all the time. So you remember back um, when they had that um, conference out in Colorado and Christopher Steele met with Rod Rosenstein. Do you remember that? Yep. Well, see, all of them had met in a in a Pacific. Let's in a very Pacific place in a Pacific place. And it was a side room uh, that was actually held for another meeting, which was a medical conference. So that was a conference room for medical professionals. So access was limited. Now, I'm not saying that HIPAA applies there, but they were talking about patient information during that conference that was there. And ironically, Disney was having a music conference too at the same place. So that's where Brennan came in and all these weird former FBI Comey agents that now work for guess what? Disney. They all work for Disney. And then we have clowns that work for Comey. And I'm like, I've already tweeted about this two years ago that work for Charles Schwab. And you know where all these uh, (laughs) Democrats are buying, not selling, buying certain stocks in like blood and plasma transfusion places through Charles Schwab. I just thought I'd mention it because the two guys that were on the Mueller team are now heads... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Charles Schwab. So um, it's pretty. It's 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 pretty interesting. Yes, I, I get some really good information. And Adler thought he would get away with it, but we were watching. Wow. Yeah. I mean, see, I can't wait to see what the hell's going on with this stuff. And you know, since they brought up since they brought up um, Russia, I I gotta I gotta preface a little something for you because. Uh, this is going to turn into a, a three-part. I mean, it's not a three-part. It's a one-part, but three topics. I would love for you to wrap on a bit now. We're still learning so much about Spygate. Obviously, Jim Jordan hit it out of the park with summarizing it. They get better and better at summarizing it because, I mean, we're going through the exercise of actually figuring out what it is, and they're just saying, oh, the the Mueller report has uh, still some redactions in it. That's where the treason is hidden. But you'd expect such a bad story like Spygate is to fall apart into a million pieces like it has. But just just the last couple of weeks, I mean, last week we got the revelation that Christopher Steele's primary subsource was crap. The FBI took it as as gold, as as you would expect. In May and June, we got the House Committee transcripts of the coup plotters admitting they had no evidence of treason. We got FBI notes highlighting how Obama and Biden themselves were playing a role in framing Michael Flynn. And just, of course, not too long ago, the UK those UK court papers showed Christopher Steele's firm, Orbis, claims that Perkins Coy engaged in Fusion GPS to actually provide information on Russian interference in order in order to have something to challenge the the election results of 2016. You can't get much more premeditated than this. But at the same time, Tori, 
We are stuck in this paradigm of Russia hacked the DNC still. My question to you is, are we ever going to get closure on real issues like Seth Rich, the DNC server, Julian Assange, and even the Wiener laptop? That's the gateway to the throne room right there. Are we ever going to get it? Okay, so quite frankly, Frank, no pun intended, it's all bullshit. Okay, nobody gives a crap about the dossier. The dossier was cover for what they really were doing. It's all BS. It has nothing to do about the crimes they actually committed. So what they did was they were actually using uh, NSA over collections from 2014. They created and manufactured this dossier, which they knew from the get-go was complete bullshit. I mean, they used Harry Reid's, you know, where he got caught with hookers pissing on a bed as an example, and it was Harry Reid that was the one delivering it to Mother Jones as something like, whoa, that's why they reported. I was there. I knew what they were doing, and the FISA judge knew. See, that's what's crazy, is that how do you explain that to a basic person? Yo, we collect all your data, we keep it in a hub, we're supposed to dump it every 72 hours, but if we feel like it, we'll just hold on to it forever and then use it against you at a later date that doesn't sit well with people so they can't say that then they can also say hey the nsa was corrupt everything's corrupt we're giving away your data to the whole world we have it privatized so rich people can see everything and we sell your data to compose algorithms for artificial intelligence so we can deploy robots and drones to be police rather than people i mean they're not going to say that so you know it pisses me off legit pisses me off you know, when they start circling around with this, yeah, the dossier was fake. They knew it. They knew it. That's why they created it. Because they're like, shit, you know, we have to have something. Because even if Hillary wins, they're going to come at us because they're going to find out. So it's all BS, Frank. Yeah. So how do we get closure? Pulling their freaking pants down. It, it, but is that happening? Because, you know, you and me sitting here and everybody that's watching right now, it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter much. Uh, it doesn't affect the price of rice in China if if we're the only ones that really get an idea of this happening. And, and there's no real there's no real materialization in the mainstream, because if we're going to break paradigms and actually shake the world order up, there, there's there's got to be. But but both sides, you, you have Republicans and de- Democrats, both. They still say uh, over and over again, Russia hacked the DNC server. There's no pushback on that. That is like the basis for everything. If you don't attack the base of this, then we're never going to have a real picture develop. Well, yeah, and they have to admit, yeah, we imaged a server, we got in there, we groomed the dumb DNC IT director, we, we, we went in there and staged the hack. Then that'll go back to why did Brennan stage the hack? Why did the OPM get hacked? Why did he say that the passports were hacked from the State Department when nobody hacked it? I went and got them. He told me to go get them. So it's like- Who, who told you? Brennan, the passport. See, this is the thing. Like I said, one day I'll be testifying in Congress and I'll be wearing a fucking GoPro. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be sitting square on my head so everybody can watch and listen with no interruptions. He sent me there and I lifted all that data he told me on the passport uh, information back. We're talking end end 07, beginning 08. And so it was on, on a few installments that I went in there to get stuff. Then they claimed that there was a hack and they blamed it on his company. (laughs) Of course, I was part of his company. So when you say I was there, you're talking physically. You were there. Like physically, like with my body, like sat at a computer, scanned the barcode. When did you go independent? Passport data. Then, well, obviously, I mean, there's it's going to be pretty unavoidable. I mean, you testifying and being thrust into the national spotlight is going to be very easy to see. So we'll see that. Um, But. Uh, I better like, get on that diet then so I look real hot. But let me, let me ask you something though. When, when did you go independent? When did you start doing the things that you're doing now? Like when did you become Tory says and when did you leave that life behind? And, and is there any like can we it, are you pop up in news stories? Are you walking in in entourage in CIA entourages somewhere in the news that you can point yourself out? I just never noticed you before. That's the point. You never do. I know. People oh, I don't exist and you never see us. And and that's the and that's the thing. I mean, nobody could tell where I'm from unless I get angry. And it takes a lot to get me angry. You know, nobody could tell that I'm from New York. Hmm. You know, 
unless I get <laughs> pissed off. No, I, I yeah. out of you per se. But um, I work for Global Strategies Group, and that was based in Luxembourg. That was Brennan's company that he created with a bunch of other intelligence people, GCHQ and whatnot. Wow. Um, speaking of GCHQ, I just wanted to clarify something. You saw how they were all bitchy and complaining how he fired um, Berman from New York? Yeah. All right. So there was a phone call between him and the crazy AG there, right? Um, when he got fired, he was like, I'm not leaving. Here's the thing. Did you know that people from GCHQ have a contracting company and we're paying them with our money to testify against President Trump? A uh, British intelligence company to come and testify. We paid them as expert witnesses hmm. in New York. I believe it. No, there's a, I, I, I tweeted out the, the actual one of the actual contracts that we paid them. We paid them from the District of New York to come and be expert. Why the heck are we hiring Robert Hannigan, who was in the middle of this whole spygate, who helped put steel together, who did all, he was the head of the equivalent of the CIA. So why are we having his company come and testify? <laughs> well, I I think that was that was the first that was the first thing that I was um, that I had gotten wise to there too with Hannigan and GCHQ. I, uh, that, that's the equivalent of pretty much NSA, right? Because well, because okay, I, so I thought that that's where was he was he actually went around his counterpart his American counterpart. I I thought was Mike Rogers, which he went around Mike Rogers because Rogers was obviously the uh, the stick in the spokes in this in, in this uh, thing in the early goings and uh, i think that's that that was one of the first you know trips of this uh of of the uh, the, the chain of command being broken there and, and something being off it was the the uh, the avoidance hey, of rogers reclaiming my time here do you know how many times uh, <laughs> i love that reclaiming my time oh my god so do you know how many times gina haspel and robert hannigan have had coffee at the cost of coffee right downstairs from the office no. tons I've seen them. And every, then this is why I'm like, why the heck is she still the director of the CIA? Unless she's singing. Because that's there. That's where our offices were, down by the embankment. I know everything. I was based out of London. So, hmm. Well, you know, you had uh, you had Louis Gohmert today asking the same kind of, a, same kind of question about, about um, what's his name, Bruce Orr. Why is he still employed by the Justice Department? Why is he still employed after you know he's this obvious go-between between the intelligence community and Fusion GPS and the Democrats and and um, I don't know is he singing is he you know what 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 is happening? Deals, 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 deals. You know, deals. That's basically it. It's all deals, and that's what that's that's what's so annoying. You know, all of us want that scene, you know, from Game of Thrones where, you know, Cersei's walking down butt naked and people are ringing bells. Totally want it. Totally want it for the crimes that they did that you guys don't even know they've done. This is nothing. The overthrowing of the government, the selling your information, people have been talking about it forever. Forever and and the day. That's not what they've done for me. When I got pissed off, I'm going to tell you, I got, I got, I got, <laughs> Brendan did me wrong. Okay. They all did me wrong. They sent me on three assignments that were death assignments. Not clear. Yeah. Okay. I could have died in any of them. Right. Death means suicide. My name assignments. Right. And I can't talk about them. National security methods, et cetera. Right. But, uh, but I got screwed. And then, you know, I come home and my father's dead. And it's like, what? And then once I get, you know, my brother's dead a couple of days later. So I'm like, you know, uh, so I'm doing a 360. I'm going to med school. See ya. But they never let you go. You're still kind of working in, in one sense or another. They dropped me the minute they saw that I was hanging with Breitbart, though. So, uh, okay, okay, well, then you're talking about the, I mean, you making me nervous now. Should I be, am I, you know, it's, I'm going to be looking at all of my shoulder when I leave the house, uh, leave the house now. But, well, uh, no, my father passed away from cancer, but it was very sudden. Oh, okay. Well, either way, I'm very sorry to hear both, about both your losses. Were those recent? Uh, no, they were actually both in the same year. Okay. Back in 2007. So, oh, okay, that is that is long. Either way, I'm sorry to hear that. It's uh, that that must have been a, a real rough year right there. And then, of course, you know, then, then of course, coupled with 2008, you said is the day, the year that you really started 
piecing yeah. things together and waking up to how the world was really running. And you said it right maybe about two minutes ago about uh, the, the Game of Thrones shaming of Cersei Lannister and, and how everybody's wanting it. I always said, you know, with, with these kind of psychopaths that we were watching at the hearing today, no one should ever get their hopes up that they're ever going to get some kind of a Scooby-Doo moment where they admit to what they're wrong. They're not going to admit at any point. But no matter what, if we take them down, we take them down. What about a triumphant ending for somebody like Julian Assange, though? Is that in order? What about that guy? Every couple of weeks, we hear that he's either on the brink of death or he's doing decent. Nobody hears from him at all. What's going on with Julian Assange? Do you know anything? So, okay, wait, let's just park Julian Assange for a second. I wanted to say something okay. about the hearing so we can wrap that. There were very key points there, okay? First of all, they mumbled under their breath, I hope Horowitz doesn't get fired. Horowitz and the IG of the NSA need to be fired. They're plants. Uh, another thing is, you know, the whole purpose of this hearing was trying to get Barr in some shape or form meddling with the law and, you know, inserting himself into the judicial part. You could tell that they were just salty that Cohen went back to jail, even though that was part of the deal, because, you know, it was unprecedented that a prisoner that's released from jail under house arrest you know isn't allowed to go to french restaurants and talk to the press like seriously so they were upset that he went back to jail so they're like oh you let him you pushed him back in jail but here are the points that they wanted one they wanted to make sure that president trump can't push out the election date meaning that he can't say oh due to unrest you know and this is this or coronavirus we're postponing the elections i'll be president forever you know he can't do that so they were like bar he can't do that right so bar said i've not checked into the law you know i don't think i don't know that's one number two they wanted bar <laughs> they were trying it was so funny. This is a guy that sat and had drinks with Noriega in Costa Rica. They tried to put him in a box, right? And they tried to paint corners around him to say, you have to, you know, go on the record and say that you will allow all the states to make their own laws in regards to election. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to follow the law. So that was number two, right? Number three, you have to promise us that, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, Durham's not going to release a report and make any arrests before the elections. Can you go on the record with that? And he was like, uh, no. She was like, what do you mean you're not going on the record? I was, I was dead. We're just watching. Well, that, that happened today? Yeah, that happened See, today. I, I, I was I told dead. you, I turned it off. Like, so good. It's I turned so it off good. early. I, I got to go. You have to, you have to point me in the direction of that clip. I want to watch that later. Oh, yeah, and man. that was so good. She was foaming at the mouth. Like, all of them were. It was so good. That's why I said I was watching. I watched the whole thing. I couldn't stop because the comments Damn. were gold, first of all. And then I got really, really excited using my ticker and putting oodles of little information about investigations people don't know about, like who's being investigated for what. Uh, so it was, a, it was a lot of fun. So I just wanted to say that whole thing was beautiful. Mm. Okay. Know what they want. Then I have to get caught up. Then at least with that part, everything else, I'm just going to leave it. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put it in the lost and found. So then, what about what about? Give me some. You don't have to go off too too Assange. too crazy. But Assange and the Wiener laptop. I want to talk about those two things for a little bit. So okay, let's go to Assange. First okay. of all, this is a big problem. So for those of those of you out there that think WikiLeaks is not compromised right now, you're 100 percent wrong. Uh, because the one thing they do is that they infiltrate and they put the right people around you as handlers from day one or day two or at some point, right? And they use that as insurance. Now, he was taken and put in jail. He was made promises. They made promises to him. And now he's there and his mind is literally becoming jello. And if you think that's something funny, I mean, look at Bradley Manning walked in. Bradley walked out Chelsea. That's what they do to you. Uh, people need to understand that this is real stuff. Uh, they try to, you know, squeeze every little bit out of Manning, and Manning's, Manning's done now. Mm. Doesn't even know, you know, do I want to revert back? I can't think, you know. Anyway, so Assange is at that point right now where the whole world wants to pick him apart, but here's the deal. They have no idea where the rest of the stuff is stashed. That's the only reason he's alive right now. I have so, to imagine. I have to. I, I always thought it, there's got to be a dead man switch th that is playing into this because it's just too much abuse. Then he's still alive. 
Well, they're trying to get it out of him. But the thing is, see, I tell this to everyone. The groups that I work with and run with and we discuss and share information, like how we got our hands on the DNC server and stuff, we don't know each other's name. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we look like, how old we are, nothing. Do you know why? Because in that way, if one of us gets caught, you can't make the others. Gotcha. So this is it. Something happens to him. There is a dead man switch. So that is just being pacifically on that one. No, <laughs> as specific as you can be. Yeah, I mean, you asked the question, so. <laughs> okay, so I'm, now, I'm never gonna let that go. I'm so, sorry. Now the third, the third point on that uh, on that little triumvirate. Oh, actually, there's four points there, but the Wiener laptop. Um, this, of course, ties into a lot of other things. I mean, it, it's not completely disconnected from from WikiLeaks. Uh, there's because it, it was part of an entire summer of disclosures and leaks, and and uh, it started everybody on uh, off down trails. We heard from uh, Eric Prince. We heard of, we heard all of the testimony about the New York Police Department, almost you know the chiefs almost throwing up from what was on that laptop. Sidney Powell bringing it on up. It's been that that has been repeated by people with a lot of clout and a lot of integrity. So it makes me real. It makes me really think this is this is for real. But if it's for real, why the hell would something like this be sat on for so long? So, like I said, it's kind of like the stuff that we see with this, you know, Russia, Russia dossier. Everyone's eating it up because it's like you know easy to digest, even though it's still complex. When the real thing is being obfuscated, corrupt judges, corrupt intelligence, everybody out for themselves. So the same thing with it. Let me ask you a question. So down in the city, right? Let's be let's be frank, Frank. Okay. Right. We're both from New York. Yes, we are. So how many NYPD officers do you know that would be detectives that were ha would have their hands on that and not and, and not know how the feds operate? like making I, shit disappear oh i mean i i would i would just i would think that just from a, a level of knowing the difference between federal and and uh, and uh, local jurisdiction they would know what's possible and what what, what could be done and will be done and yeah i don't think that there's gonna be any any uh, illusions so think of it this way okay so what if those suicides that happened were because they knew that copies were made I see. I know, and I know what suicides you're talking there. But there's been at least a few of them that that uh, I've I've had people I, I really trust that wanted to go on and dig around and make sure, and they say it, they they couldn't find any reason to believe that it was. Uh, they it, well, maybe there's one, I, I one or two. I I don't know, but I didn't look into look into it. I wouldn't even know what the hell to cross reference to make that determination. To be honest. Well, I, I okay. So knowing NYPD cops, especially detectives, especially special crimes units, mm -hmm. they load the feds because when they come in, they just shut it down and they're like, stop, man, this is happening in our neighborhood. Maybe this 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 creep is tied to someone else. We want the information. You know, it's all a territorial pissing contest. Right. But they have stuff that they took off, maybe not digitally because they're smart. Remember, they got the best digital forensics there in the nation. NYPD is equipped. So again, why would they commit suicide? Oh, it's because they feel sick. Stop. It's because they know something and they're looking for it and they can't find it. So maybe somebody else has it. But the thing is, if somebody else has it, right, why aren't they dropping it? Because it's all about timing, Frank. We can't just drop things. I mean, when the frazzle drip went down, you know, everyone was like, whoa, you know, and it's like. Pizzagate, all tinfoil hat. Did you see the pizza comment, by the way, that Bar made today? That was gold. Damn. He did. So you got to keep it, you know, this is why they died. Because they know that someone copied it and they want to know what's up. They want to know who has it. So then, I guess, especially with the timeline we're on then, you uh, you, you have to be of the, the crowd that is very confident that Donald Trump is about to embark on a second set of four years then. And that, uh, and that this isn't really like we're up against the uh, we're up against the clock here, and that November is is you know is something that that I don't know uh, me I am I'm so 
uh, I'm uncomfortable with the types of people that we're up against right now that even though I know in a sane world there's no reason why the, the, the president should lose, there is, there's so much that lives on the other side of November 3rd. And, I mean, we're, we're actually, we're, uh, I don't know, we're outlining that right now. So much is going to be concluded after November 3rd, as it seems right now. You, are you of the, uh, the camp that it believes that this is 100% in the bag and, and he's going to be reelected? Okay, so let's just get something clear. The future is never set in stone. And the one thing that we can bank on is fixed points in time. So for now, the projections and the probability of President Trump reclaiming his lost four years and gaining four years mm. is a hundred. Like it's not a hundred percent. It's like seventy-two percent. the The problem with predicting is that human beings and humankind are very um, volatile as uh, fixed quantities when you're quantifying or um, inserting them as algorithms uh, for predictive analytics, okay? So the problem that we see here is that people um, are subscribing to fear porn. We're seeing a big fraction within uh, the conservative movement, uh, the, the, the right movement, the hard right movement, the centrist movement, even the leftists. It's a whole hot mess. I mean, even CNN was taunting us. Did you see that video? They were taunting us with... You don't know the difference between a rhino and an elephant. You saw that skit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Don, Don totally Lemon got it wrong. Right. Totally in our face. And, you know, it, it, it goes down to the fact that what people need to do is just have faith, speak, red pill, enough people. Those that remain in the middle will get a suppository so hard it's going to hurt uh, of, of this red pill and just move forward. November 5th is going to be the awesome day. Okay. Well, what's November fifth? Uh, aside from you know the uh, the gunpowder plot. Well, no, November fifth is going to be one day to remember. That was my um, uh, country accent right there. Haven't perfected good. that one yet. <laughs> Trying to make it work. No, November 5th is going to be incredible. Uh, what we, Trump is going to win. By the time he's out of office, all Supreme Court justices will have been replaced except for one. Oh. Uh, we've already replaced two. But and by one. the for, end wait, of February wait, wait, wait. 2021, means, all the clowns you saw today will be out of office. Wait, you're, wait, wait. If all of the Supreme Court judges are going to be replaced but one... Oh, oh, okay. You just mean in total. Okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind. So, so like, far, we've done two. Right, right, right. Got you. Got mm -hmm. you. I thought, I thought he would have. He was going to have to replace Gorsuch or uh, Kavanaugh again. It's like, what the how the hell did that happen? Well, then let me ask you this, because now we're going on to other things. Because obviously, this route that we're on, uh, being pushed into 2021, Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, she got a trial date of, I believe, spring of 2021 and i want to bring something up here i know that you had done you did a lot of you've done a lot of work on this and also read it and everything and i believe that recently is when we were talking about the a whole idea that maxwell may have been one of the biggest reddit users on the earth and nobody knew about it you know in 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 a position where she was one of the may have been allegedly one of the first people with a hundred uh, with like a million karma that was able to um, really impact the featured news on a site that at least at a time was known as the front page of the internet but then also we have this tweet that I know that you have referenced to in the past as well and it's a tweet by uh, what is it Ellen Powell you know this one I'm talking about here it yes, is right like here when she's talking about the Christmas party, she says she was at the Kleiner holiday party in 2011. I had no desire to meet her, much less have a, much less have a photo taken with her. We knew about her supplying underage sex for uh, underage girls for sex, but I guess that was fine with the cool people who managed the tightly controlled guest list. Now I want to bring a little something up for you, a little timeline, and let you let you have it. Um, it made me think of this article from Rents.com, one of a couple that we, we covered on this show, by Yochi Shimatsu, who went on into talking about how Epstein funded this child porn hub um, at MIT, and, and, and it was this hub at MIT um, that is really what Aaron Schwartz had uncovered and, and is the reason why Aaron Schwartz of Reddit was taken off the map. 
That's this is what Yochi uh, Shimatsu and others have put on out there very brazenly. They're not very shy about the way that they've covered all this, and they've got a lot of puzzle pieces that they put together. I should do it again one night there. But when thinking about this here, it would make perfect sense to me to see a string now run through how Maxwell was on Reddit, Reddit being pretty much purged of its ideological founders who really th- believed in in uh, in in free technology, free information, and all that stuff. Uh, Reddit being linked to MIT. You got MIT that's linked to Epstein and Gates, who are linked to each other. Not only did Gates think that Epstein, um, uh, not only did uh, Gates think Epstein's lifestyle was intriguing, but for some odd reason, Jeffrey Epstein's he personally directed millions of dollars from Gates to MIT for him. And then after Epstein died, we all learned, the public learned that a guy named Boris, Boris Nikolik or something like that, uh, he's Gates, his, Bill Gates' former science advisor. He was named as a backup executor for Epstein's will. So there's all this stuff that from between MIT and all of our vaccine pushers of the day, the, uh, the, the, the DNA hawks of the day, Reddit, Maxwell, it all ties together in this weird, weird daisy chain. Uh, you've definitely paid attention to this. Where do you think this is all going? This is all reality hacking. See, they control everything. Every little piece of information you put out, every search you do, your AI profile knows you better than you know yourself. And all of this is being fed into one massive database crunching out. You think Minority Report was fiction? (laughs) Welcome. It's already here. I mean, they're already piloting it within the IC community. They have a company called Clearforce, which is hired to predict if someone is a bad egg (laughs) or if they might sell secrets. Hiatus right there. Do you know how many DMs I get from people saying, hey, I'll give you 25K if you give me information on this? (laughs) I kid you not. But this is exactly uh, what that is. They controlled everything. Now, let's, let's talk about Maxwell for a second. I first met Maxwell... I actually um, was in her presence at an embassy in Hungary, another country's embassy in Hungary. And she was there talking with all the royals and whatever. I was just doing my job, paying attention to what I had to do. And this was a, you know, a thing. And I was there and I was working and I saw her. Tell you what, this woman commanded everything everything and you know i've written an article to try to show uh rather than speak from a what are, what are the what are the left call a point of personal privilege <laughs> point, of, point of personal privilege <laughs> yeah. well uh, where, where i actually know things to source from other areas so that i can tell people what i want to tell them like i was the first one to say that the ambassador in russia unmasked flynn in 2018 in an article i pointed to it Uh, But, you know, people don't pay attention because they don't know how things work. Come on, people. Epstein was a face. He was a guy. Nobody ever takes a woman in their circles seriously. They bow down to her because she's the tata, you know, the madam. But she was in charge. Her dad created Epstein along with um, Bronfman, you know, Nixium. They're both connected. Bronfman and Maxwell. Bronfman, his daughter, was the one involved in the Nexium scandal. What was that? A sex cult. And, you know, Jezeline's daddy was best friends with Bronfman. And they both got into business with Epstein. And then Epstein was connected with Wexner. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they have all the consumer brands, the entertainment. They have handlers everywhere. You know, months and months ago, I was telling people, hey, Haley Bieber is a handler, Right. And I was tweeting it. People were like, what is it? Well, I retweeted it. Here she is. Because I wanted to tell them how Justin Bieber was going to come in and step in when Kanye has a meltdown. What did we see a couple days ago? Haley Bieber decided to take Justin Bieber to Wyoming to meet with Kanye. Calm him down. Because Kimye isn't working so well. That handler's not working so well. So they bring others in. These They control everything. Reddit, Facebook, Twitter. You know, karma points. Damn, a million. I have like negative ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, I just got well. Ever since we started using Reddit as a, a way for the the show to establish a uh, a solid little forum, I've been using a little bit more. So I, uh, I'm just like, damn. When I saw that, a million, and it just, it just, it's just very odd because, man, oh man, it, it, it it's kind of scary. It really it's is. Okay. 
it's all fake. You know, they pay for it. Uh, they thump each other. They make themselves important and they want you to contribute and be within their realm so they can collect more data. Uh, that's how it always works. I mean, Epstein, you want to talk about Epstein? I fancy talking about Epstein. You fancy him? Yeah, no, I fancy talking about Epstein. Well, I, I would love to. I'd love to hear about it. I mean, I had a couple of the questions. I have some bundle items for you over go, here if you go, want those too. Go, go, but but go. listen, if it, if it ties right into, we're we're already on the heels of Maxwell over here, so it, obviously it would it would flow in seamlessly. Go ahead. So you know why Maxwell's um, date is pushed out for spring twenty twenty one? Why? Okay, so while we were distracted with um, control of virus, right, in March, I was tweeting and telling my listeners that, hey, no one's paying attention to the 9-11 trials. Another judge has just stepped down because they got a report that Building 7 was not what they say it was, and it was a controlled explosion. There was a paper done from some university in Alaska. Yep. So all the judges uh, stepped down. Yeah. So they're supposed to be doing jury selection at the beginning of January. So if you actually look, the docket for Maxwell falls behind UCMJ courts that have been already scheduled. So I just thought I'd throw that tidbit. Oh, thank now, you. Yeah, so now Maxwell holds the keys to the kingdom because she was the madam. She had the recruiters, right? She was the one that um, manipulated everyone. Now, I heard you yesterday on your show because I was lurking, of course. Oh, flight logs. I got all of them. I got flight logs up, up. I've been following Epstein since I've seen him at a base, and I was like, why is a general going to the, who is this guy? I was talking to some other dudes. I was like, who is this civilian walking like he owns the place in the freaking war zone <laughs> in a private jet? Jeez. Yeah. I always, and, I always uh, wondered about that because I, I see the lists. I see the, 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 the three columns of A-lister names and the only, uh, the only flight logs I've ever seen have been, uh, uh, you know, photo co carbon copies from that, the, the 1997, uh, books. It's seventy-three pages. You see the, you know, Clinton and Dershowitz on there. But I, I never, I never saw the other ones. And everybody insists that they're out there. And I don't doubt it because you know, you, the more you learn about the world, the less I doubt these things. But I was just always wondering where that 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 bona fide uh, hard evidence came from. Well, we we always have logs, and you know, there's a story coming out soon from what I hear about uh, West Palm Beach and the former mayor, who's now Congresswoman, and how she had deals with Epstein and the airports, and how she met with Maxwell. That should be coming out soon. That'll that'll totally uh, blow it up. But um, Maxwell was in charge of everything, and I've said this before. These girls that they've manipulated, used for sex, sacrifice, the whole nine yards, from sustenance to saves to sexual pleasure, uh, is not the most important thing. The reason I went back to school and I went to med school and I studied molecular biology was to penetrate their ranks of what they were really doing, and it has to do with experimentation. You know, people seem to overlook that all these Harvard, MIT professors, these fancy submarines they had going back and forth to different islands. Uh, you know, one of them was actually super um, accommodating to Stephen Hawking, had nothing to do about, come on, Stephen Hawking couldn't even move his mouth. He's going to move his penis for a little girl. Think about it. Is it for sacrifices? He, he can't even move his mouth. It's about experiments. And that is what it's down to. That's why when I see Ted Rose sitting at the who, I'm like, you're disgusting. You literally pimped out all the children of Ethiopia to Epstein for 15 years. Mm. And you're sitting there educating people on health and what's right and what's wrong. Uh, you know, this is, um, this is a completely different realm. Epstein, the Epstein files, the videos, the photos. I have tons of photos. Tons. Is pales in comparison to what the actual crimes are and this is why people aren't seeing them because if they realize just how far beyond these crimes are i mean you can't sleep at night i, I you know i i believe you on that one because we try to theorize where it all goes especially when we were saying before when we were tying together the whole mit 
uh, MIT to these people and, and these these in, these very big science institutes and whatnot. And then, of course, you just jump on into everything else where this is a country that is that has been increasingly more and more obsessed with um, harvesting fetal tissue and abortions and genetics and uh, the humanizing of mice that we were reading about uh, n- not too long ago. And of course, wh- one of the biggest things that were in, that was uncovered from the New Mexico ranch that, that Epstein had was the whole DNA seeding thing. So they were all, every, everybody, want, everybody wants in on the genetic, and not only that, but AI. They're very into cybernetics and uh, into the whole idea of the singularity and, and where they can bring transhumanism to a, an, another, another step. And there's a weird, a weird demonic spirituality that's interwoven throughout the whole thing. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally open to however the hell that story develops because I, I, you can just smell the stink from behind the wall. You know something's going on. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, and something not, uh, you know, my listeners kind of know, and it's not ready yet for that talk, but you did say that tomorrow you're talking about it. I studied under, and he's a really good friend of mine, the first person in the in the world that has actually cloned a human being. I know how to clone a human being. I know how to strip a cell from its DNA. I know how to insert it. I know how to make it split. I worked right under Dr. Zavos. And so, you know, this is, uh, you know, it, this is stranger than you would ever think. And a lot of us say, oh, no, I'm ready. I know. No, you have no idea. You know, like I tell my listeners, this vaccine, it's blood derived products. I'm going to claim that I'm a Jehovah witness. <laughs> so that way they don't give it to me. But think about it. Our nation is the one that exports 75% of the blood supply for the whole world, milking us dry, and now they've put it in the CARES Act to promote legislation. They've put it in the legislation to promote harvesting of your blood and your plasma. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. So that goes into crazy realm territory because it's outside of what reality allows people to uh, digest. So this is why we're seeing the stupid Russia dossier. This is why we're just sticking with the girls being maimed and, you know, people being raped because that's the only place where people can digest that without oh, yeah. throwing up in their mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 even when it came down to Me Too and even when it came down to um, the very, very surface level way that Epstein scene was being was being covered in the media where Vanity Fair get out, got on in on it and and uh, Gloria Allred and, and her daughter Lisa Bloom started representing some of the victims. I said, oh, okay, so this is just bullshit. They're, they're, trying, they're, they're trying to keep this on a level where they can still own the narrative. It was a rich man who thought he was above the law that was taking advantage of young girls. They still have the feminist narrative there and it's something so much bigger, so much more insidious. So until the whole Me Too act aspect of the Epstein thing gets blown out of the water. Um, I, I'm really not I'm I'm really not uh, interested in in, in the uh, the social conversation about the whole thing. But you say the realities that, that are getting split and the realities that are being challenged and how much more um, cosmic of a scenario this is. And I was wondering maybe to end the call here because obviously I'd love to have you back more and more. But uh, to end the call tonight, let's talk about a bundle item here space force time travel looking glass technology cern how much more is going on right now really uh how much more is there that meets the eye especially when it comes, i know that you have a lot to say about space force and how it's being used in the interim yeah um so i just i, I just wanted to say first of all i see people saying i'm cia never worked for that agency um that specific agency never uh so um, Space Force, Time Travel, and Looking Glass. They're all pretty much almost one in the same, but not really. Uh, Space Force is important because one of the biggest threats that we face as a nation is um, uh, the communications warfare, which is uh, being fought with satellites right now, and the START agreement that has not been renegotiated between Russia, China, the U.S., and the EU, which is an agreement that they had to not place nuclear warfare within space. Now, before Space Force, there was a division, kind of go, kind of went by the name of the National Reconnaissance, right? The NRO, right? And um, 
that was the only agency that Clinton and Obama tried to declassify all employees on. And they were unsuccessfully, well, they unsuccessfully, uh, <laughs> well, they did parts of it, but they didn't get the employees before 2000. So people that were registered in black agency outlets were never revealed. And that's one of the biggest um, uh, budgets that have ever existed. Uh, these black budgets, as they call them. So, um, Looking Glass, oh, that's like the, the pedestrian name of it. Um, it's not the official name of it. Is different. Uh, it has to do with technology and a technology that they didn't even understand how it worked. So they had, um, they tried everything because there was no input and output the way they acknowledge it. They did know that it was responsive uh, to certain genetic sequences. Um, it was a computer. And so what they tried to do was reverse engineer, and it's um, now called predictive analytics. That's basically it. Um, Space Force is... Okay. So space, you should see the commercial for Space Force. I don't know if you want to play it for your audience, but you should see, if you go to Space Force's YouTube and just listen to the words that Space Force uses for their 30-second commercial, it'll tell you a lot more um, we'll do. We'll than, do. than I can without saying too much well I, I i get it first of all satellite warfare is a thing that i always thought was was going to be at the forefront of all that stuff um and uh because i i didn't think that i i think some people might have used might have wanted to capitalize on that to to bolster the whole uh fake alien disclosure uh scam so I, I know that there's that. I'm I'm always looking for disclosure, but I don't I don't trust I don't trust when the the same outlets and the same agencies and the same people and the same uh, corridors of government and public life that used to be the primary distributor of jokes about the subject are now taking it the most serious. So um, there's yeah, well, a lot of that. You know, we're living a historian's wet dream right now, aren't we, Frank? Absolutely. I'm just saying, you know, I was telling my audience, I think it was last week, everything we are seeing now was deployed in 1917, 1918, 1919. We have the Spanish flu, the plague, the race wars happened in Seattle, where white people were fighting for black people's rights. And the black people were like, what are you doing? Like, we're not in this. Uh, you know, the Dust Bowl, you know, murder hornets. I mean, what else? Aliens is the only thing they're missing. I mean, I I was saying the uh, I was saying even too. I know it's a it's a lesser thing, but even 1919, you had a a big baseball scandal with the the the, the Black Sox. And last year in uh, 2019, we we learned about the Houston Astros who did not take their walk of shame. You want to tell? I, I will just I will I'm going to go off on a tangent just for 10 seconds. Joe Biden was the biggest beneficiary of this pandemic the second biggest beneficiary of this pandemic were the houston astros that's all i have to say all right well what else what what were your final final thoughts on all things tori this was so awesome to have you on here today i was going to ask you about gitmo the letters at the bush funeral uh the military tribunals i can always save that for the next time you're on because i mean there's it's not going to stop and and uh, i think we should keep we should keep going in whatever kind of way we can Totally. And you know what? I love the fact that I can see your reaction. And it's unfortunate that I don't have a camera um, with me. I'm actually working on it to get one. Okay. But love watching your reactions. There's a lot that's going to be happening. I just want to tell your listeners the same thing that I've been telling my listeners. It is going to be a freaking roller coaster until Labor Day. And I've told them Labor Day was the marker. I said it last year and they pushed it back with this BS because see Giuliani got caught that's why if Yovanovitch hadn't gotten whiff of Giuliani you know if there weren't more moles it would have happened already but that's okay that's how time works it's in a flux it's never solid so I told them watch for Labor Day I told them after the 20th of July we're going to be having roller coaster moments we're going to feel yes we're winning boo we're losing yes but you're going to be slitting your wrist at the same time because the crap you're going to see the crap you're going to see is what you saw today during that 
that like the guy was there and he's like, yo, can I talk? I mean, I'm here to be heard, right? Can I talk? And they were like, I'm claiming my time. You can't speak. No, no toilet break for you. Insane things. You're just like, okay, I want to see the Nigerian or Ghanaian parliament and I want to see chairs fly because I'm pissed. This is the insanity we're going to constantly see up until Labor Day. Then it's going to be pure insanity, but it's going to clear above board. Um, You know, that's where things are going to be really hot and heavy. Um, And everyone is not. Look, there's been a lot of people and myself that have been testifying for three years under seal. So there is a lot coming and you can see it because they don't really care. You heard Pelosi saying she doesn't care about geography and location. They're still going to inaugurate someone outside of the White House. She told you that crystal clear. So it's going to be insane. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, we'll do this. Maybe you can come on the Tory says show. Oh, hell yeah. Well, because I'm pretty sure my people on Red State uh, Talk Radio would love to listen to you. But um, yeah, that's that's basically it. The insanity is going to continue and it's going to die down after Labor Day. Uh, That's when we're going to be seeing some serious stuff. You know, it's funny because as you're saying that, you're talking about you know we're we're going to go we're going to go between uh, feeling like exhilaration to wanting to kill ourselves and slit our wrists, and that, that's usually the, what my weeks feel like as it is. And I know that there's there's no nothing about this year. Uh, we were warning each other. We were telling each other really uh, back in December. Everybody, find your balls. And let's uh, let's get ready for what is going to be a real rocky ride. We didn't even know we didn't know what was waiting for us on the other day of on the other side of New Year's Eve. I mean, it was New Year's Day that we were we were talking about Iran and and rockets flying and embassies being uh, rushed. And then, of course, not too long after that, we saw the, uh, the this pandemic kick on kick on in. They still had it, it's it's crazy to think that we were still doing impeachment a couple of months ago. That was still a thing. It was all in one year, and it's only going to get worse. And while you're talking about that, my buddy John uh, texted me at 819. He said, be honest with me. Is President Trump not winning this election? Everybody's nervous. Everybody's nervous that I know, at least. Porn. It's fear porn. And yeah. that's see. Look at this. The CIA came out. Of course, he's CIA. You know that, right? He's an asset. You know that, right? So I'm telling the world if they didn't know that. I'm telling you that. And they came out saying that they had control of Q, that they did this. And we did look at the division that they're sowing and the fear porn they're pushing. This is what you need to, you know where I was on New Year's? I was telling my audience, watch out for China. It's going to be dominating the damn news. And because you could see it coming if we pay attention to the little things. So your friend needs to stick off the fear porn. And if it doesn't feel good, guys, just, just, you know, focus on you, focus on faith, whatever that is, because uh, fear porn is there to make you resonate on a lower frequency. So they win. And uh, I'm you know, it's a good place. That's a good place to end right now, because I think that the entire this has been a great, great ride here. Uh, uh, Tori, it's been a great ride. I knew that 30 minutes was not going to I didn't even want to watch the clock tonight. And we did a real beautiful solid hour together and now i just get to i don't know tie up some loose ends and end the show and thank you for pretty much co-hosting the whole time with me tonight it was it was it was wonderful really getting to know you a little bit more and uh and i can't wait to have you back same here and now you're gonna have to come on mine and i'm calling you out in front of all your listeners you let me know you just let me know and i'll and and i'll be there tori says.com that's t-o-r-e-s-a-y-s Anything else you want to plug? I know you don't like Scotusgate. What's that? Scotusgate. That's going to blow the top off of everything. Scotusgate. You mean that we're finally getting to the the uh, the bottom of what the hell is holding John Roberts in orbit? Yeah, and how he was at the two meetings with Obama at the White House, and everybody keeps skirting around that issue. Good, good, because that's that's just getting getting me. Oh God! Every time that there's something that's brought to the Supreme Court with that, uh, th- that that oh, I can't, I can't anymore with that guy with that stupid mole on his on his uh, cheek. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't. It's just like you, you start noticing these things, but you know how when you really, if you really like a person, there's so many things that you'll never even notice. Nothing will bother you. You know, it, they don't have to be a supermodel or anything like that. And then all of a sudden you just start realizing, you know, this person's a piece of shit. And now you 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 see every pore, you see every pore, 
You see every mole. You see every little tick that pisses you off. And in John Roberts, it's it's the uh, it's the cheek mole. Well, I, for me, it's the way he walks and the fact that he was in his, he was involved in Mina Mina, Arkansas. So that's another story. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Tori, it's it's awesome to have you here. And thank you to all of your wonderful uh, your wonderful uh, uh, audience members who have followed you on over here. It was great to have a nice little combined chat session. I think everybody has gotten along famously. Yeah, it was excellent. Thank you for having me on. God bless, Frank. Can't wait to have you on my end. Oh, you get you bet. You bet. And I'll, and I'll talk to you after after the show ends. Thanks again for the time tonight. Ciao. All Bye. Right. Ciao, ciao. Be well. There you go. Wow, we everybody. We're going to take a really quick break. 